1: time to go to bed, but I knew I wasn't ready. A long time ago, a long, long time ago, the thought of getting ready to go to bed was very difficult because the same dream would creep up into my blissful, restful sleep and would ruin everything. And so it seemed like just the very thought of getting ready and going to bed was painful. Welcome to Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast. This is Ertha. and I'm so happy that you're joining me. Today we're going to talk about fears and the souvenirs that fear tends to leave with us. But before I get started, I want to mention that oftentimes the souvenirs that fear leaves with us, we need help to get rid of those souvenirs. And so if you don't listen to anything else, In this podcast, listen to this. If you have souvenirs that has been left with you because of whatever fear, it's okay to get help. It's okay because there are professionals that are willing to help and can help to get rid of and to help guide you to get rid of those fearful reminiscing thoughts and so I wanted to start off just by saying that this is an educational podcast and it is intended to provide information not therapy but my recommendation is if you feel like you need help, please do not hesitate and make a step forward to get help for yourself. The second thing I would like to say is I would like to thank Web Talk Radio for allowing me to have a platform to bring Transition Awareness Breathing Podcasts to you. And I would like to thank my producers, Mary Lou and Sam, for making Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast available to you wherever you're at. Let's get started. The story that I began to tell is my own story. And so we'll start from there as an example. A very long time ago, during my childhood memories, um our garage caught fire and as a small child it was very memorable everything turned out okay no one got injured but to see the flames and i really didn't see the all the the flames maybe like a corner But the fire trucks and the smell of the smoke, it just made a memory in my mind. And so um, for many nights, I had this reoccurring dream of this garage chasing me. I mean, it was like a cartoon and it had legs and this this garage would chase me and it was on on fire. And at first, I thought it was just one dream. But this dream kept occurring over and over and over again until I just didn't want to go to bed. And so it was a fear. And it was to the point where I was getting angry. I was getting angry about this reoccurring dream, and I would have to say that the process of getting through that, um, I really have to thank my parents, because what they did was allow me to talk about my dreams and to move through it, but that was one part of it. The other part had to come from myself, and I'll share that a little later. So what about fear? I mean, usually a fear is born from an experience, Um, an experience that leaves us with a souvenir that is not pleasant. Regardless of what our perception is, because what might be fearful for me may not be fearful for somebody else. And so the non-judgmental element must come in when someone has a fear. Also, the level of expectation. Sometimes a fear creeps in to our memories when an expectation was not met most of us are aware of the fear of getting in front of people and speaking that is a major fear for for many people and for some it's not a fear the element Of that peace of not having control, not knowing what the outcome will be. The, The physical changes in the body, the rapid heartbeat, the sweaty palms, sweat coming down from the eyebrows. And you could hear the breath coming out of your nostrils, a response of fear. Our bodies were made to handle fear in a way either we run from it, flee, or we freeze, we, you know, stick right there and don't move, or we fight. Running, flee, freeze, or fight. You've seen in movies. Sometimes where something is scary about to go on and one of the um, characters in the movie, they're so scared that they just freeze and scream. What does that cause? You know, it's like, well, move, move. Well, they're they're trying to um, represent, they're trying to portray that freeze part of fear. Um, But then on the other hand, I I wonder why is fear a commodity? Let me explain. Roller coasters, scary houses. I mean, you know, you go in or you go on a roller coaster and it just makes you so excited and you're so scared. It's, so that feeling, that rush, the adrenaline, the sense of something is going to come out and it's a commodity. So, you know, on one hand we have a fear that from an experience and then on the other hand we have fear where people will pay dollars to go and experience. What's the difference? It's the control in my humble opinion when you're paying to go on a ride or a scary house you're paying for that service on the other hand when we experience something that leaves us with a i call it a fearful souvenir that that's not that's not in our control and that's that's what makes it so difficult because that part of our life has been interfered with, so to speak. So, what what is this fear? You know, it's a response that the body is trying to protect itself. In mindfulness, in dealing with fear, When the body is trying to protect itself and you feel these different body changes, the pulse and rapid pulse beat and the sweatiness, the breathing, the mindful breathing, breathing and getting that control of the response back taking a deep breath in it and blowing it out. And also what is helpful is realizing and being aware of what the facts are. What is true, what is occurring in the now was, was factual, and what is occurring in our maybe a perception or our our um, imagination something that you know we perceive is going to happen, but it really hasn't happened that is also of true true fear, but when we are trying to bring ourselves to calm, realizing what is truly happening now. How is my body responding to this souvenir of fear now? In my dream, I remember, I'm telling you, it was like I was getting very, very angry about having the same dream. And I remember I said before I went to sleep tonight I'm not going to run anymore because I would wake up and I would be exhausted I would be tired because I was running and tossing and turning and that's what fear does it steals your energy it steals a part of your life and I was tired of running. And I was waiting for that dream. I was waiting for it. And one night it didn't happen. But it wasn't a sense of victory. Because it came. That dream came again. The monster garage creeped up. And I remember. This is something. Because I remember. I faced that garage that monster garage and I said I'm not running any more and so it started to run after me and you know when I would run it seemed like the more I was trying to run forward I was running backwards towards the um towards the garage and it seemed like I couldn't get away you know dreams are like this they're, they're not logical. And that's another thing. You know, this is not logical. It's a dream. And so even though I said I'm not running anymore, I was running, but I wasn't getting anywhere. And that's another thing fear does for us. We don't get anywhere. We stay in the same spot. But I was ready. I was angry. And I wanted to make a change. So I remember in my dream, I figured it out. I said, if I'm running forward, and I'm going backwards, I'm going to turn around backwards, and then I'm going to get away from the garage, and that's what happened, I turned around backwards, and I ran away, and I never had that dream again, (laughs) it's not logical, it's a dream, and so, facing our fears in a way that helps us realize what is logical, what. Is factual, what is true, and what do we need help with? Because sometimes we don't have the expertise, or maybe we've run out of suggestions and we're exhausted because our body is so tired from dealing with this fear. It's good to get some suggestions from someone who is a professional and helping people move through the, the fear factor. Remember in mindfulness and responding to your body changes, taking the breath, realizing where you're at, the awareness and also showing yourself compassion and not judging yourself. Yourself and not talking negative about yourself. And this is where transition awareness breathing is what I bring into the program is positive self-talk and also using concepts from the growth mindset um, platform. And saying that meaning that everything... Every experience that we have can be a learning opportunity that things are not what we say is always bad but it is a it is a point in time where we're moving to a new level and so that that struggle of moving away from fear into a calmness and, and facing that fear is is not what I would term, term as bad, but I would term it as, as a strength that we're going to move to a, a new level and learn from this experience. And so we're building on our experience so that in the future, we... Will not only handle our fear, but also we will be. What we'll do is we'll contribute to bringing a calmness, not only within ourselves, but around the people that we are in contact with. Because when we're challenged with a fear, it influences those around us, and so when when others see us. Handling a situation, it gives them strength. Thank you so much for joining me in Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast. Have a great
0: week. Be sure and pick up a copy of Eartha's new book, Tab Mindfulness, Awareness and Coloring Activities in a Pandemic World. It's not just an ordinary coloring book. It features 23 illustrations to stimulate thought, relaxation, and creativity for anyone between the ages of 4 and 94. Increase your positive self-talk energy. Unlock new creative paths. Transform your time once or twice a week to create beautiful art while strengthening confidence, building positive self-talk, and sensitize self-awareness. Tab mindfulness. Awareness and coloring activities in a pandemic world. It's available now at Amazon.com.